Bold and Blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. The podcast to get tools for a powerful mind you can use immediately every day. Get tips, tricks, skills and inspiration to create what you desire and achieve a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Pub. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution, the podcast that gives you tools for a powerful mind. I'm Kathy Tate, your host from Australia. With me, as always, Daisy Papp, coming to you live from Budapest, Hungary. Oh my goodness, Daisy, you've been in Budapest for so long now, haven't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I planned eight weeks and it extended quite a bit and then things are happening around me and with me and it is very exciting and great challenges to show who I am because I am how I behave in challenging times and in smooth times alike. Yes, yes, you certainly are one to not change the way you behave depending on the circumstances that is why I find your experience so valuable, Daisy. And today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic name, but once we explain it, I think people are going to get it. Today's topic is toothpaste, Daisy. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. you're catching up with my metaphors. Mm -hmm. Okay, what I'm using as metaphors. I think this is a great, great opportunity to speak about it because many people are using toothpaste. Some use tooth powder or gels. Nevertheless, it is a great metaphor as a daily reminder as humans are using toothpaste around the globe to see and take an inventory what's within themselves. Because how I'm referring to it when I work with clients one-on-one, -on -one, when I do seminars, when I do workshops, when I'm recording podcasts or when I'm in conversations with humans around the globe then I like to refer to the toothpaste quite a lot because nothing comes out of a toothpaste what's not already in there. So when I squeeze the toothpaste, what comes out of it? Usually toothpaste. And how surprising that when I squeeze the toothpaste that the tomato paste doesn't appear or hot chili pepper or soy sauce or candy. Why is that? Because what's in there when squeezed comes out. Now, same with humans. When we are squeezed mentally, emotionally, physically, only comes out what's already in there. That is why I think it is so tremendously important and urgent matter that we take inventory to see what's there within us. And I can give you a very recent example. I had a little accident the other day and it was way past 8 p.m. So the urgent care little practices were closed. And I hurt myself in a way that I needed to go and see a doctor. And maybe many other humans would have been releasing all sort of words that they use on a daily basis. Hmm? I call that also word pollution, noise pollution. I did not. Why? Because it's not within me. I'm not using it. I'm not hoarding it. I'm not storing it. Hmm? And I'd like to inspire others to do the same. I could have been sitting there on the floor in pain because it was quite painful what happened to me. And I could have been using the cuss words, the entire spectrum from A to Z. Now, 
Would it have helped me get closer to a solution? Most likely not. And the relief I might have experienced would have been just solely temporary. It would have not eased my pain. It would have not stopped the bleeding, literally. So it is more helpful in situations like that to keep the calm because I could have freaked out. I allowed my son to do that instead of me when he saw the damage I caused to myself accidentally. And I remained calm. So, and then what was the solution? So it was solved at the end and the doctor took care of it. And well, now I'm resting. I so longed for a week of vacation. Now I have it. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't precise enough in my longing. (laughs) I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning to be very precise what I'm longing for and what I wish for. Because the delivery happens, but not in the way and shape and form as I would have enjoyed it more. Hmm? Should have asked for those Mai Tais in your vision there, Daisy, for that vacation. <laughs> yeah, or the massages and the thermal bath and the wells and the retreat. Well, now I have a retreat on the couch and barely walking around the house. But that's, you know, it's a great experience, great challenge for me to rest at a time when I feel so urgently restless because I know I have a few weeks where I'm going to stay here and there's so many things on my plate, I couldn't even account for them. So now I do what's priority the best way I can. Now, this is not about polishing or putting the spotlight on how great I can handle it. Well, it took lots and lots of learning and practicing to be able to handle situations like that. And everyone can do it. Because in the past, 30 years ago, I would have freaked out. I still would have not used cuss words because that was punished in my household where I grew up. So my mom, she had a little jar and whoever would use an unfriendly, unkind, dirty word, as she liked to say it, would have to put one Deutsche Mark, that's the currency that we used back then in the days in Germany, had to pay for each and every bad word into that jar which I find it's a good learning experience because let's say if you only get half mark a week as pocket money, then you really watch what you're spending it on. (laughs) Yes, that's very true. And we also had a swear jar in our household. (laughs) And often... Uh Aha, you see, your mom and my mom, (laughs) they had the same values, you see. We actually had a household substitute word that we tried to use instead of when we were trying to all stop at the same time and this swear jar was quite active and the word was wheelbarrow. So instead of the potty mouth word, you had to say wheelbarrow and it was actually quite fun and, you know, if it was coming from a place of upset, well, you very quickly got over that because wheelbarrow was quite funny. But before we start talking about how people can also do it, I just want to jump backwards to the beginning. Yeah. Because when you described the toothpaste tube as you can't get out what's not in it, it made me immediately think of an episode we did a couple of weeks ago called The Resentment Bucket. And I feel like this is kind of similar Mm -hmm. because in The Resentment Bucket, we were filling it up and filling it up with our resentment. And so, of course, if we kicked the bucket, all the resentment came out. Is this not a similar sort of thing, but filled with all of our things, not just our resentment? Yes, I think this is a good point. It includes our attitude, 
It includes our average mood. It includes our vision. I mean, not the physical vision with the eyes, but what visions do I have? What goals do I have? What are my beliefs? What are my tendencies? What are my likes? What are my dislikes? Truly the entire spectrum. So when somebody, let's say, has a mean bone, that's how I like to call it in the system. So the habits or the tendency to be mean. Hmm? Well, now this happened to me. The entire world should have the same pain. The entire world should be laying in bed now for a week. And so for that, I would consider a mean bone. Hmm? So when we do have a mean bone within us, it will show up at times. That is why it is so important that we become aware of what's in there. I like to refer to it inner world, what's in, in our inner world, because only can come out what's in this inner world from habit, from hobbies, from creativity. When I consider myself totally zero creative, most likely when there's a challenge or creativity is asked, or creativity would be very helpful at this point in time, creativity will not come out of me because it's not in there. Now, when I'm quite creative, then I will be creatively handling foot injury. I will be creatively handling a flight delay. I will be creatively handling any hiccup in business, any challenge, any little or major misfortune, because that's what's within me, how I will live my life. That's why it's so important. What sort of toothpaste are we buying into metaphorically? Yes, I really like this. And I've written down a whole list of words that you've said <laughs> as you've been speaking, <laughs> because that's how I roll. She's I writing. <laughs> and, um, yes. you know, all of these attributes that are inside our toothpaste, which are therefore our inner world, including our moods, our emotions, our beliefs, our habits, our goals. They're all very dependent on your mindset. And so I feel like whether you had a positive mindset, positive stuff's going to come out of that toothpaste. And if you have a negative mindset, then some of the negative stuff's going to come out of the toothpaste. Is that oversimplifying mm -hmm. it, do you mm -hmm. think? I think you got it to a point there is a quote out there. I don't know who said it originally, but they say there are people, they have a solution to every problem. And there are other people who have a problem to every solution. So again, I like to paint or draw the picture in our listener's mind and into yours, dear Kathy, that imagine in front of you a fork in the road and you can either go left or you can either go right. And when you look at these one let's say the left fork would lead you to being part of the problem and the right fork would lead you to being part of the solution. Now, we can only choose one way. We cannot be part of the problem while at the same time being part of the solution. And it's our choice every single moment. That's why I think it is high time to take inventory of our inner world, our habits, our beliefs, our mindset, our attitude hmm, towards life itself, towards ourself, towards challenges, towards opportunities, towards possibilities, towards invitations, towards anything and everything, and really question how helpful are those attitudes we are still running autopilot, 
programs or making decisions on autopilot because when we update that software, I know it sounds very technical and I'm not trying to relate or compare humans to any machine where software can be updated. But in our mind, it can be absolutely done and it's very helpful. And when we realize and acknowledge I can only be part of the solution or be part of the problem at the same time. And I cannot be part of both at the same time. And I take that as a new measurement skill. Okay, so am I now part of the problem or am I part of the solution? And then decide and choose the actions I'm taking. I will be so much faster achieve my goals or get to where I want to get or want to be or want to arrive or want to see myself. So the toothpaste can be also metaphorically describe our inner world. Yes. And I think that the inner world is such a complex conversation that we can't possibly cover it all here. But I think what we have done is give a good indication of how to look at it in order to start the process and the start of that process being this self-inventory when we really have a good, hard, cold look at ourselves. (laughs) I'm being a little bit dramatic (laughs) here because, you know, it's not always easy to do this self-inventory. It can be quite confronting. It can be quite scary And there are some of us that put it off for years for as long as we possibly could in some areas because we didn't like what we knew we were going to find. Sometimes I think to just start small as well. Just get started. Do something. Look at some part of yourself. Look at a little bit of this. You don't have to tackle everything straight away. It's like the swear jar. It's a good starting point, isn't it? It's a baby step to taking potty Mm -hmm. mouth out, put in an instrument that works in everyday life, the swear jar. You get penalised if you do it. Choose a substitute word like we did that's a bit funny in the family and see what happens. I think it's a a great exercise to do if there are potty mouths, plural in the family. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, or at work. Well, I never said it's easy. I said it's possible. And I say it's worthwhile. It's not about of the heap. It's not about the distance, how big a step we make or take. It's about the direction because it is healthier to go in snail tempo mm, into the right direction than go like a jet in the wrong direction. Because when we look where we want to be or becoming who we were born to be, mm, then the direction matters and not the speed. Now, when the direction is right and then you speed it up, hallelujah, Hmm? go ahead and do it. First, check the direction. I think it is a very good idea to implement the question, am I supporting with my thinking, with my action, with my emotional state, with my attitude, with my habits? Am I supporting the problem or am I on the path towards the solution? And that will instantaneously show us Ah, okay. Actually, solutions will bring me to where I want to be faster, easier, or at all. Hmm? I give you an example. Let me go back to when I injured my foot, not because my foot is so important, but I mean, it is to me, obviously, because I like to be mobile. 
But let's say I would have been sitting there and cussing from A to Z, several languages that I can speak. You know, I'm probably creative and finding or remembering words that I heard throughout my life. And I would still be sitting there cussing. How would have that led to my foot being taken care of by a doctor at all? Not at all. Yeah, you're absolutely 100% right. And I can see from this, let's say, fork, as you described it earlier, Mm -hmm. fork in the road, that the problem-solution paths actually reveal the mindset and then how to take the next action. Because if you go, oh, I want to be part of the solution, I'm going to take this path, well, then the next step is kind of a natural progression depending on what it is that's happening. But in your case, with the stubbed foot, the next step would be stop the bleeding, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, well, so exactly. Organise a doctor. Exactly. And then letting have a professional who sees things like that on a daily basis take care of it. Hmm? No time for so, emotion. No time for upset. <laughs> well, if I really want to choose upset, then let me postpone a little bit and let's be upset at all if I choose to later, once it's fixed. That's when then I can start thinking, how did it happen? What did I do? What's my lesson to be learned? What can I do to avoid it next time? I mean, a dear friend of mine, you know, of mentioned that I should go back to my home there overseas finally, and I will receive as a gift steel-capped boots to walk in my own house so that my toes in the future will be protected enough. So, yeah, so there are some actions that can be taken, some more comfortable and convenient than others. And I also can just simply slow down a little bit and seek the priority, take care of those step by step and get rid of the overload on my plate. Yeah, and I actually do like that save the upset and the analysis for later, because that's probably what I would do. Like I might, you know, in the moment, in the pain, have a reaction because of the pain. Yeah. <laughs> Not great when it comes to pain. A verbal. <laughs> Are you referring to your verbal expression? <laughs> yes, I am. The only pain I'm quite good at is tattoos. Everything else, I'm a complete wuss. So <laughs> I probably react in the moment of the pain. But I am definitely one to sort of push it away, take the actions needed, be quite logical about it. And then later, Mm -hmm. you know, at night when I'm finally in my bed in my doona and I've got my hot pack on my feet and then I'll be like, oh, what (laughs) happened? And then I'll start analysing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, so I see it as a message from life because I had a foot injury already a month ago. Same foot, different injury. And I'm finally able to wear closed shoes again, which is quite helpful when it's getting cooler here in this place. <laughs> I mean, in this in this country where I'm currently at. And I still didn't slow down because I knew that, no, this needs to get done. This needs to get done. And I feel it needs to get done. Of course it doesn't. But in my mind, in my attitude and with my speedy thinking and, you know, I want to get it done so that I can go to the next task. I did not slow down too much. And now I received another little message, slow down, Daisy. And now I am slowed down physically and I'm taking it very seriously. So I was resting all day yesterday. I even took naps on and off and it felt great. Now, again to the toothpaste, 
when it's not my habit that I'm resting properly, when something I consider needs to get done needs to get done, then whenever I'm squeezed by challenges of life or called life, the resting part will not come out of me naturally, you see. So that's my self-inventory to get proper rest. Because let's just think of our podcast, what we pulled off in a little over two years. 74 countries, by the way, 74 countries we have listeners in. Without support, without marketing, without sponsors at that time, we have much physical sponsorship, right? People jump in and take care of something. People help us with the website. Your mom, dear, bless her heart. She's helping us with the transcripts and and putting it online for those who have hearing difficulties so that it can be read. Mm? Or for those who don't speak English so well, but they are following our podcast so that they can listen to it and read it at the same time and then look up a specific word in the dictionary because they want to understand. So we are doing so much. In the meantime, I have a job. I mean, I'm working with clients one-on-one and I'm writing books and I'm doing seminars and I'm supporting many, many groups nowadays who are capable of creating very positive change in the world globally. And I'm a little bit forgetful of taking care of me. Hmm? You see the toothpaste. I now have time to think, take inventory of my toothpaste and make adjustments. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been doing a similar thing, I guess, in whilst I've been in between houses, because if anything shows up, the lumps and bumps, it will be moving. And I didn't do that by halves, of course, moving two households across the country <laughs> because I don't do anything Incredible. by halves. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, why not? Say, you do it in double. By the time double measures. <laughs> by the time this airs, I'll be happily in a house and we'll be in our brand new podcast room. So stay tuned. I'm going to make some actually have a lookout for the short videos that I've made about setting up the podcast room and the new equipment that we did some fundraising for. We had some very generous friends and colleagues from social media sponsor a little fundraiser for that gear. So there'll be a bit of an unveiling. Uh, So look out for that video that will be out now. Today's episode has been really interesting and I feel like it pull out 10 episodes out of the middle of the toothpaste, Daisy. So stay tuned for next week for another amazing conversation. Who knows where we'll go, but they will be tools for a powerful mind because we are bold (laughs) and blonde. Mindset evolution. And watch out for the workshops because they're on and out soon. We're looking forward to seeing you there. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. Please share our podcast with your family and friends. Together, we make this world a better place. For you, for us, for future generations. Visit us at baldandblonde.live to get freebies, give feedback, and even support us with as little as $1. Talk to you soon.